Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Ashley McAllister. And me, Matthew Alley. And yeah, uh, another week over. This is episode 25. That's crazy. That's got to be a milestone. We should like celebrate. Yeah, let's go out and get wasted. On a Monday. Well, it's Monday today. Our plan of doing it on Sundays lasted a week. <laughs> That's my fault. <laughs> I, I was away this weekend and we, I was back and I was just so tired. Um, From all the exercising that you're doing? from all the watching i was doing oh yeah so you didn't need to do it later but okay that's fine no i had very little sleep in the last on the weekend but no to hear about um, your sex life <laughs> i'm joking everyone knows you don't have a sex life i do not i definitely do not um but yeah another episode episode 25 it's really good still going strong I wanted to start off by apologizing for last week's sound. Um, I think it was a bit ropey. Had a couple of comments come to me. Uh, sorry about that. So we are trying something different this week. We are on different software and we're recording away, which means I sadly, sadly cannot see Matt, uh, Matt's face on the screen. I'm and in nice clothes today as well, actually. I'd, I've been so rushed off my feet that I didn't get to change some of my white clothes. And so I actually look really cute. But you won't get to see. Oh, gutted um i've got a spot cream on my face so i'm sort of glad we're not recording um not that i care but just just the way it goes so it turns out winter didn't dry out your skin like everybody else's <laughs> no it did well actually it probably did but then obviously if your skin gets too dry it then produces more oil um no yours had all the oil anyway so <laughs> it is it is it's like um it's like a chip shop on my Oh, well, tell everyone about your exercise on the weekend then, so we can get it over and done with. Oh, well, I wasn't going to talk about it, but since you've asked. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> As if you liar. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, I think I mentioned a couple of episodes ago that we were going away. Uh, my my coach, uh, Mickey Smith, one of the coaches in our gym. Not Mickey Smith. Shit, I needed to. <laughs> What's wrong? I keep, the, one of the other Irish guys is called Mickey Smith. and I. Oh my God, that's not even his now, name? It's not even his name. Oh my days. He's like your idol. Who, my Mickey or the other your Mickey? Mickey, obviously. Oh, I mean, it's Mickey, his, Mickey Walsh anyway. Mickey Walsh was competing and he podiumed uh, second place, which is awesome. He actually got the same points as the person who came first. Uh, but because the person who came first had won over, more overall uh, of the exercises throughout the day, he then podiumed higher. But still a massive achievement for Mickey um to get up there and come second so my weekend was over in colchester watching him and cheering him on with 25 people from our gym so it was a little little breakaway it was fun that's amazing that so many people go it must be a nice little community you're all there together yeah we are we're all we're all quite um close it's fun we're all like-minded we're all we all some weirdly when you get a group of people together not everybody has the same personality and same like sense of humor but we all like. I have to say, it was an amazing weekend. You know, it's similar to whenever we would go away for rugby, and we all have like so much fun. It's it was very similar to that. Did you get drunk on Saturday? Oh no, we I, no. Guess who was at the hotel? TV presenter Jim Davidson. Yeah, he's racist, right? Oh yeah, the, the absolute prick. So he just happened to be in the same hotel, and I was at the bar, and he was. Uh, asking for a large whiskey and he is the rudest person I've ever seen order a drink he was he's the type of person he's like he said he was like can I have 
the guy went to start pouring the drink and he goes, can I have it in this glass? And the barman was like, yeah, if you like. And he goes, I would like. That's why I asked. And I was like, <laughs> eating my chips in shock. Like the mouth was, I was like, ah. and it was little things like that. And he kept saying something like, oh, customer service has not seemed to have reached out here in Colchester. And I was just like, mate, you're an absolute prick. And he was saying it to like random strangers or is he saying it to you? Like your next no, episode he was is just, like, oh, people here. No, he was talk. He was talking aloud to nobody, but directing it towards the bar staff. Was he just by himself? Well, I, I'm guessing he was with other people, but he was at the bar by himself. That's what I meant. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, absolute dickhead. Sounds like it. Um, I almost nearly died as well. <laughs> we were. <laughs> I saw well, it on we Instagram. This, why? What had I say on my Instagram? Are you said about when you what when you were dying like from exercise? Oh, <laughs> did you see that? You literally couldn't even catch your breath. Like you're like, <gasps> <laughs> like it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was awful. We we went we went to the local gym, the Colchester um, uh, CrossFit Colchester, and um, they did this a really good workout and. I, at the end, we had to part, partner up in a, in a group of three. And I was with um, Brian and Jordan, um, who were probably like two of the fittest guys in our gym. <laughs> and, and Mickey did say before, like, you know, there's going to be teamwork. So you make sure you pick your team wisely. I did not pick my team wisely. And they were just going for it. And one of the exercises, which you had to basically, you had to, in a team, cycle to do 50 calories on the bike. And you have to, everything's against the times. So we're all in teams and we're going as quick as we can against each other. So we, Jordan, or Jordan jumps on first, does his, I think he does 20. I jump on and I do 20. And then Brian jumps on and does 10. And then we have to do 50 in sync sit ups. So we're all kind of linked arms and sitting up at the same time, 50 sit ups in a row. And I, they're like, those two have got like abs for miles. And there's me with my belly. And I, I said, look, guys, I'm going to just sit in the middle. And you guys can lift and low, lift and low, and just carry me up and down. But oh my days, it was fucking sweaty, and I was out of breath. And I thought I thought that was it over. And we're like, yes, we won. But I didn't realize you had to jump on the bike again and do another fifty calories. It sounds like hard work. It took I, me, I mean, fifty sit ups is ridiculous. It took it took me by myself uh, nine minutes to cycle a hundred calories one time. I don't know if that's slow or not. I feel like I would be like that as well to me that i mean the people out there could do it quicker than that um but to do 50 in the short amount of time we had because we're there's three of us going full blast if you know what i mean so jordan jumped off i jumped on and we, we both went doo, 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 doo. but you only do that pace so long before you die and i died very early on yeah hip so thank you for it babes oh they won't because i had also had um um pizza oh my god someone at work was saying this she was like oh like after she does exercise, like she feels like she deserves it, so she ends up eating like worse than ever. And I'm the opposite. Like when I do exercise, it puts me more in a mood to like manage what I eat, and I don't want to eat really poorly. But then, like when I'm not exercising as much, like last week wasn't a great exercise week for me. I definitely ate worse when I wasn't doing exercise. I'm the same as you. I like to keep like I mean, if I know I've worked out, I sort of want to eat healthy rather than put something fat in my body. Um, but I guess after this, Mickey Mickey wanted pizza. Well, he wanted just to eat, um, and he, you know, there was the the competition finished at half nine. Uh, by the time we got food, it was like half ten. So the only thing open was Domino's. So we went to Domino's. Oh my god! You have to do more than fifty calories, babe, on that bike. 
<laughs> I know, I know, I know. Bloody hell, Domino's is the worst place to go if you're gluten-free. Well, definitely. Do they even have a gluten-free option? Yeah, they do. They have gluten-free pizzas, but they're so hard to order on the app. So we were driving there. First of all, we tried to order. We If you, like, you're somebody who works in restaurant business. Yeah. If somebody was calling up with about £500 worth of food and... I don't know, you might say, well, actually, no, there's problems with this. Basically, we called up and we were about to order £500 worth of food and they said that they can't deliver it because we're a couple of miles outside their catchment area. So we all then had to get in our cars and drive there, which was fine. We all got in our cars, but it took so long. First of all, we tried to call up and then order individually on the way there so they'd be ready when we got there, but they couldn't take orders for gluten-free food over the phone. They said you have to to phone. No, they wouldn't take any gluten-free orders over the phone. It has to be, they said, yeah, you'll have to do it on the app. What kind of stupidness so is that? Into, exactly. So I go in, do it on the app, and try to get it. It keeps getting, like, we're in the middle of nowhere in Colchester, and there's no internet. By the time it actually find, we actually get to the Domino's by the time I get able to order it. So I said, fuck, I'm just going to go in here and order it. So I go in, and I say, look, I look order two gluten-free pizzas, and they're like, oh, you can't order it here. You need to order it on the app. I'm like, I am stood right here in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to then order it on the app. I made the guy behind the counter do it. I was like, no, you can order it. I want this, please. And he did, fair enough. But they sort of started spilling off some bullshit that because some person died of the allergies that their head office only takes orders through the app now. And I'm like, that makes zero sense, but whatever. That's the kind of thing that we're doing at the moment with all the allergies. In fact, we had a big complaint about it as well. Guess it's important. No, they were right. But anyway, carry on. Why was it? The dominoes are shit for celiacs. Like, and I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I just don't understand like businesses that don't want to take like a big order. Like, I, it just blows my mind. I know it's not your own business, but you work for their, why, what, why would you turn, like it only looks good on you. Like you can't be that busy in the middle of Colchester to take a 500 pound order. And I was the same. Like, I was looking, we've, I got organized this work party and we've got like this budget and I'm going around trying to find a venue. And every time I go there, they're like, oh, my manager's aren't here or they can't sort it out. And I'm like, can you contact me? And they won't. And I'm like, I just said I want to book a party for 30 people. Why do you want to turn away our business? Like, exactly. what's wrong with you? Oh. If, if like when I'm working, if I, when I was a manager, if someone came in and they said, oh, I want to spend 500 pounds, I would have bent over backwards to get that 500 pounds. Exactly. It's crazy to me. It's weird. Well, we were saying that, you know, similar to what you just said, like it's not their business. So why would they care? I'm like, yeah, but the manager will have targets. And as a as a, somebody who would work with their manager, they should care about their manager's targets. Yeah, absolutely. And if it's the manager, that's what gets me most of all. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You sure you can hospitality if you don't want to get the custom from people? No. And Domino's, well, I mean, that'd be a franchise. So they own that. That's their business. Stupid people. That's but the, comp- the, comp- the competition is really good. I'm actually going to enter the competition next year. Oh. So, well, you'll have abs yeah. by then, so that's fine. Hopefully, I need to eat less pizza. Yeah, that's true. But gluten-free less... pizza has no calories as well as taste, right? <laughs> that's right. It doesn't taste of anything, so it's good for you. Like cardboard. But yeah, but the Ben and Jerry's ice cream I ate last night was full of calories. Oh my God, you went all out, boy. You are not going to get those abs. <laughs> like... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and I didn't even just have like a Mickey little didn't bit make you eat that. Time. That was you, that one. Well, Mickey, Mickey had Ben and Jerry's on Saturday night and it, I was like, oh, I really want ice cream now. But he just competed really for like five hours, mate. He's 
He should have yeah, gave you all salads and had the pizza to himself. <laughs> the competition was really good. The athletes are unbelievable. Most importantly, but yeah. how was the grind? Oh, the grind was dry. What? Dry. No, not one in the whole stadium. Oh my God. So annoying. They're so focused on their sport. They were too busy to load up the grind. Yeah, seriously. I thought there would have been some like blank profile that would have just messaged you being like, you want to fuck? Don't nope. tell anyone. <laughs> oh no. No, literally you loaded it up and the nearest one was about 10 kilometers away and it was. That must have been a long walk for you guys. <laughs> actually you did work for that pizza then in all fairness <laughs> so fair enough you, you had that Ben and Jerry's uh, that's true. I earned that I earned that um, what about you enough about me talk to me you spoke about 15 minutes I'm glad this time is <laughs> the system. yeah I had a good weekend I went to heaven on Friday with my friend from work and like it was really good I didn't realize how young gay people are I swear to god going to XXL and stuff for so long and like other places, like they're like 18 and 19. Like they were just so young and thin. It was ridiculous. But we had a good time. My friend, right? So like he smokes and I don't. And it was just us two. And we were upstairs in the R&B room dancing, dancing, whatever. And then he goes for a cigarette. Is this somebody I know? No, I don't think you would. You, you would have seen him like when you came in, came in. But I don't know if you remember him. Um, had glasses, no. quite tall. Shit hair. And... He went up for a cigarette, right? And I started dancing with these strangers. And I was pretty drunk. Like, I wasn't, like, crazy drunk. But I was merry. And I'm dancing, dancing, dancing. And then I was like, shit, days been gone for a long time. So I looked down at my watch, and it had been an hour. Oh. So I was like, days. fuck, what happened? Check my phone. And I text him. And then he's like, and I'm like, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm at home. I was like, what? No. He was like, yeah, I came <gasps> upstairs and looked for you, and I didn't see you, so I left. I was like, no, that didn't fucking happen. That place is not that big. Uh-oh. You did not Uh-oh. look for me, right? I'm standing in the same spot. Didn't go to the <laughs> bar in an hour or go to the toilet. I stood here and danced and you went home. I was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, well, I checked my watch. It was about three o'clock. I was like, fair enough. It's time to leave because I was having such a good time. Even though he wasn't there for ages, I was dancing just loads. And the music was great. And I was like, can I stay here by myself? Is it weird to stay here? And then, like, latch onto a group no. of people that I don't know. Um, no. But, yeah, I know, you're like you're that kind of person anyway. And I would have stayed there, but actually it was quite late. It was like three, it was three o'clock, and I was like, you know, I need to go home. I'll go home. Um, so that was good. And then I went to Bingo on Saturday. Oh. Yeah, they've got one in I've East London. Huh? Did you push that? You pushed about that, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was called Dabbers. Um, and that was really fun. The prizes weren't that great though. Like they were not giving out. Consider that you pay like three times more than like Mecca or some other bingo. This is like some East London hipster young people bingo. They charge you like seventeen fifty per person. The yeah. prizes were like fifty pounds, and I was like, "Come on now!" In regular bingo, you can go up to like six hundred, and we all agreed we'd share the prize at the end if we got it. And then literally the last round, my friend Nicola won, and then you got picks from the boxes. You can choose fifty pound, well, ten, twenty, fifty, a hundred, or two hundred pounds, and then the other one has like drink tokens. And the bitch picked two hundred pounds. We got the top. We got the jackpot. So the whole that's night was awesome. paid for. That was really good. It's really, oh, really that's nice. That's good. I never win anything. Well done. I actually, I quite often win things. Actually, I'm, I'm not too bad. Like I've I've won quite a few things, like gambling and even like prizes and stuff. Like I'm not too bad. But I didn't win this one. I count it as our win because we decided to share it. But it was just really exciting. Honestly, it was really exciting when we won. I couldn't believe it. She ran up on the stage and she was like, "Yes!" 
And um, I had quite Aww. a busy weekend then. I went to see my mum on Sunday and my little brother took us to an Ethiopian restaurant. Have you had Ethiopian oh. food before? I think I have. I think it, there was, I went to an Ethiopian restaurant in Islington once. It, yeah. Uh, do you remember what it was like? Um, I remember having lamb something. Well, like what's quite lamb, like, um, lamb unique curry. about it is that there's no cutlery. You just use the bread that they make. Oh, no, then I didn't go there because I had cutlery. Yeah, no, this is like, they put everything on this like special Ethiopian bread, which is gluten-free, by the way. Oh. Um, I don't know what it's made of. I meant to check, but I didn't. But it's just really, honestly, it's this really unique taste and texture, which on its own, I didn't like the taste by itself. It's really bubbly and light. It feels like a bubbly pancake, but it tastes quite lemony or um, acidic, um, which mm-hmm. is weird. And then uh, basically it's this big platter-sized bread and they give you loads of lectures and then they put little blobs of food on the bread and you just, everything is with your hands. There's no cutlery involved at all. And apparently it's quite that traditional awesome. to like feed other people. We didn't do that at the table. <gasps> I would love that. What, someone feeding you? Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> lying back. <laughs> just like, okay, feed me now. Yeah. yeah. Well, the problem is, is you'll start now. licking up this man's fingers and shit and then it'll turn into something extra. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But the food is quite good. It was, um, I like some of it and then some of it wasn't so great, but I want to go without my mum because she doesn't like spicy food or any food that's not like potatoes and white rice and stuff. She's quite plain with eating and I'd like to have really spicy oh. food. So I'm going to try it again. But yeah, no, it was good. It was really interesting. This bread was weird though. You should take a date there. Um, I don't think that would be a good thing. I'm a messy eater as it is. And so to yeah, you, like, you get, you get fed by somebody else who then, it's fun. Um, I think if he started putting his fingers down my throat, <laughs> we'd end up having sex on the table. So that's actually a good thing. Don't you get really turned yeah, on when, I mean, like, you put your hand in someone's mouth or they do the same thing to you? <laughs> that's a serious question. On. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I fucking love it. Like, Absolutely obsessed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, if they start doing you, that, I'd be like... You know when you're trying to make somebody be sick and you put your hands, your fingers so far down their not throat? Not that far down their throat. Oh. Fuck off, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that. Gagging on, you don't gagging do that. on the fingers. Imagine what, when you want to just like, <laughs> so they throw up. <laughs> no, no, no. But just a little bit in the mouth and stuff. But one time, oh my days, someone, I, I think we must have been like having sex when we were Uh-oh. drunk or whatever. And the fucker bit my hand so hard, I wanted to punch him in the face. Like, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, this is not okay. Anyway, we've digressed. I had a great save, weekend. Save it, for the re- save it for the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that'd be good. They should do a gay night then, isn't it? And then just have like hands down people's throats and sex on the tables. <laughs> that and would you can be... be wrapped up in the bread yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Ethiopian, Ethiopian orgy. Oh my God, they would not like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's, it's all gluten free. Uh, some good. sort of topics, no? Yeah, we should really. 20 minutes of chit chat. <laughs> on our Instagram, so on Instapod, on Instagram, on one of our stories, we opened up. Uh, the question, like the topics, what do you want us to talk about this week? And I think it's something you'd like to do every week and, and, and or answer any questions as little like sort of tidbits and stuff. But after looking into sort of the um, these kids, drag queen kids, um, I think it's a whole topic on its own, which is quite interesting. Um, 
I don't know if I, I found it really interesting. I don't know how you found it. So it was Super Joker that had suggested that we look at this up, right? Yes, it was. Perfect. Thank you very much. From I think his name is Alexa or something Ca- it says on Instagram. Canidia. But yeah, so he was like, oh, have you looked up Lactatia? And Desmond is amazing, yeah. Desmond is amazing. He's an 11-year-old drag queen in New York City. And Lactatia is a drag queen who uh, sort of came to fame on stage with um, Bianca Del Rio. You don't watch RuPaul's okay. Drag Race, so I guess you don't know who Bianca no. Del Rio is, do you? I know. I, I did watch that season. Um, that's the one season I did watch. That's the most important one anyway, so don't worry. And that, like, that's the best series ever. And yeah. I think it was very After looking into them, I just typed in their names, and it's quite interesting. There's two stories in particular that interest me. I've seen the story about him in the gay bar and people throwing money at him, like it was a strip bar. Yeah, that's bad, I think. I thought it was awful. So... This, um, well, let's start with, how do you feel about um, kids being dressed up in drag? Um, I, don't, uh, I don't, it doesn't bother me. Um, I don't look at it as any different uh, than kids' pageants. Um, I think it's a creative outlet. I think kids my pageant, line. pageants. Like those American ones. Pageant, you know, yeah, like be- little beauty pageants. I know people frown on them as well, but my limit would be when it becomes too sexualized. Right. That it's that's way past the line for sure um i don't i don't have a i don't have, I, don't, I don't have a problem with kids dressing up and drag at all and being creative and being whatever they, you know expressing themselves creatively however they want to do it it's just whenever and it's the same as the beauty pageants but when it becomes too sexualized it's it's so far past the line that it's just wrong i mean but are those page- i don't think those pageants actually let you express yourself they're actually quite I mean, I, I, from what I've seen and understanding of like pageants, beauty pageants and stuff, you have to fit into particular criteria. It's not expression. It's actually the opposite of that, I guess, isn't it? You have to look yeah. a certain way. Well, you have to speak a certain way. You need to present yourself in a particular way that doesn't allow expression. Whereas drag, I think, can lead to expressing your, dressing up and expressing yourself in, in different ways, you know? I think it's amazing. Obviously, like, you know, like, I think... Having the freedom, and I think having the support from your parents saying that, you know, we think it's great that you have found something that you're passionate about at a young age and that you want to enjoy yourself. And if you enjoy dressing up in drag, then why should you not do that? I think that's amazing. Then the parenting, I think the parenting is amazing as well, personally. Yeah, no, that's good. I've seen them. Um, I watched the clip from them on Good Morning America um, and the parents were on. And yeah, it was good. I, I think it, it comes down to... I actually, I actually seen this a couple of weeks ago when I think it was, was one of, was this guy, Desmond is amazing. Um, was he photographed with a naked drag queen as well at one point? I didn't see that, but I don't actually condone. I don't think it's a great idea. So the 11 year old kid, drag kids dances in popular New York gay club as patrons toss money at him. And yeah, so there's the, Bar, there was a bar, there is a bar in Brooklyn called $3 Bill. And she was on stage and adults, topless adults, men, were throwing money at her. Like, you know, as tips as you would with a drag queen, I guess. But I don't think a nightclub, regardless of whether it's a gay club, straight club, everything in between, is an appropriate venue for an 11-year-old child. No. I thought that was really, really bad. So Desmond's also been in Pride Parades. What do you think about that? Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know. We've spoken about the fact that some people think that Pride is too sexualized in general, but you do get family. Yeah, it's a very family event. I I don't I don't I'm I mean I I've I genuinely not thought about it, but off the top of my head now I'd say I don't really have a problem with him being in a Pride parade. But my yeah, only I like I said so. before I don't I, I I have issue with Pride parade as well when it gets like I don't I don't agree with people wearing like leather like when it becomes too sexualized a gay and pride i don't think it's a family event and i think it 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 takes away from what it actually stands for um so you, when you have those people in the rubber dog masks and you have people with uh, like fetish assless wear. chaps yeah fetish wear. i just i'm like that's that's not about homosexuality that's about sex and yeah that's tough because like there might be plenty of straight people that are into that sort of stuff. And maybe gays are more expressive and actually open with the way, the things that they enjoy, the things that we enjoy. But yeah, I don't know if that's... This is the one thing that annoys me about this story. Pardon me? So the one thing that annoys me about this story is for a long time, gays were associated with pedophilia. Like, and you have people out there, homophobics out there, who would class homosexuals and pedophiles together. And having a 10-year-old dance and get money thrown at them in a gay bar is feeding into that stereotype that horrible nasty stereotype that people have in their heads about gay people mm. and it really f- fucking pisses me off <laughs> sorry the media gets so angry there but no i know i agree i agree um i was just wondering how this how he would have got in to this club that must be breaking some like laws no you think it would be yeah, there must be rules about like children in clubs. If there isn't, there should be. Yeah, there must be. There must be some rules, like because with like alcohol and stuff like that. Uh, but then this other story about Lactatia. Mm. So Lactatia's recently been in modeling campaign for an okay. LGBT fashion company called House of Men. Okay. Have you read? No, the Lactatia story I seen is here. It is it's she was photographed with Violet Chaki. Chachki. Chachki. So, and Violet Chachki is naked in the photograph with tape around his bits. But. Oh my God. Naked and. Naked except for nipple tape. No, tape around the crotch. That is. Why do they do that? Hmm. It's mad, isn't it? If this was outside the LGBT community, this would be outroar. If that was a straight man. Stood naked next to your girl. Oh, it's left out of the final published edit, though. Still. <laughs> Doesn't mean it didn't happen, though. No. I wonder why. That's so strange. It's Like, I'm all down for, like, children as drag queens and expression themselves, dressing up, all that sort of jazz. We don't want to ruin it by, like, putting a naked man next to, next to her. No. Because that's... I don't think that's okay. It is not okay. So, the story that I had was... Lactatia came to fame being in a show with... So the RuPaul Drag Race queens go on a tour called Work the World. Yeah. And they went on tour and Lactatia was in the audience and um, Bianca Del Rio saw her and asked her to come up and, you know, they went through it and um, she explained who she was. She's Lactatia and she was really funny and everyone thought she was hilarious. And then that's how she sort of got known. Yeah. And... Her mum had spoken in articles saying that, so 
like Taisha as a boy isn't gay or doesn't identify as gay. She's the mum said that she's quite open with him, and uh, you know, and he's aware that many drag queens are gay, but he doesn't feel like he's attracted to men or gay. I mean, he is, he was an eight year old, but I think people, I think kids can know from a young age that they are gay. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. So we were really interesting. Say if this drag queen in a couple of years became famous, but was still identifying as like heterosexual. Because I'd love to know if there are any straight drag queens out there. There are, definitely. I don't know if pantomime dames are the same as drag queens, are they? No, there's um there's a teacher in our school, one of the Catholic schools. He's he's retired now. Um, but he did dra- he did comedy as drag. Really? And yeah, and you, like, you I think he did gigs and stuff. Okay. And he's married with kids. Oh, that's good. It'd be good if there was one on RuPaul's Drag Race, because that's like the main stage for like people seeing drag around the world. Um, yeah. But... What's nice what's nice as well is that this guy, he was I think he was what's what's second in command of headmaster, vice headmaster, vice principal? Deputy. Uh well yeah, deputy headmaster, vice principal of the local Catholic school, the senior Catholic school. And he has a gay son and a lesbian daughter. Very forward-thinking Catholic family, which is nice. In Limavadi. Limavadi. He was a drag queen or did comedy in drag and has a gay son and lesbian daughter. Yeah. And he's deputy head of a Catholic school. Yeah. Mate, that's a fucking story in its own. Well, let's that's stop crazy. talking about kid drag queens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he needs to be interviewed around the world. Like that, you can't make that up. No, it's yeah, madness, and he's okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Lactatia has is in a campaign has started this year for an LGBT company called House of Man, and they make a lot of drag and burlesque clothes. And she's been put as the face of a campaign. Okay, and there's been outrage by people saying that this is paedophilia. The person um, who owns the company, he has faced loads of backlash, saying that he's a paedophile. His name is Brandon Hilton, and that he should kill himself because of he because of how he's sexualizing this child. And he says, "Well, he doesn't understand why he would have to tell people that Lactatia's not wearing burlesque because he wouldn't put a child in burlesque. What it is is a series of." Um, sequined jumpsuits like they're all onesies with the hoods so it's they're all covered up and that there's a range now standing online for children and also people are there's backlash towards the actual child who because you know like the parents are like supportive and saying that they should be able to perform the way they want to would you think it's okay for a nine-year-old to be the face of this lgbt company um oh my goodness i don't know it's a tough one I would say, I mean, I'm looking. I'm trying. I'm looking at pictures here. Again, I don't like. I don't have a problem with kids dressing as drag. Do you have a problem with it? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. As long as the child isn't in burlesque, and burlesque is sexual, hands down. Yeah. Um, and that's what's quite interesting because Violet Churchy is known for um, her love of burlesque. Yeah. So maybe the connection to this House of Man, Violet Churchy, and burlesque. Um, it all come into one thing, but 
um i say overall like i don't have a problem with like kids doing drag you know i, I think self-expression and wanting to you know if you want to dress up in drag they can just as long as they're not hurting anyone let people express themselves how they want to yeah um but it does cross the line when they're in, gl- in clubs and overly sexualizing pictures of naked men like i think that is a bit out i think that's ridiculous it's crazy i think there needs to be some protection over that can you i mean throwing money at a child while dancing on stage nope absolutely not that's really bad isn't it it's terrible i can't find of any way at this point in justifying that behavior no i heard that people walked out of that bar in disgust because yeah if this kid loves to perform but i'd still feel like she would do something to make herself feel better you know and involved and included but no dancing in clubs i think we can agree on that or stand next naked man it's not okay even if it is a piece of tape over your penis it is just a tiny little piece of tape What did you want to talk about the Six Nations? Well, I was going to say, I mean, we said we said before we'd do like a bit of a coverage on the Six Nations. I've, to be honest, I actually totally forgot the Six Nations are starting next weekend. <laughs> oh, I didn't forget, but I didn't do my research, so I can't really. Um, um I was going to just say, like, do you want to make some predictions or like any games you're particularly excited about watching? Well, this weekend, one the second of Feb is a big game: Ireland versus England. Yeah. It's probably it's the biggest. I think it's going to be the biggest game of the the tournament. I can't believe it's the first one. I can't believe it's the first one. It's not usually the first one. It's usually the last it's one. Really annoying. So I've got to work as well. Yeah, exactly. I got to work on Saturday and then I got gutted. But I think one thing that we should do is live up to the stereotypic gaze and talk about how hot they are. How hot are Scotland? They're the easily the hottest team. Easily. Um, I mean, to live up to the stereotype, I would disagree and say Ireland is the hottest team. Of course, you would. Um, it says Ireland are the favourites to win, but Ireland are second in the world, you said at the moment, right? Yeah, second in the world to New Zealand. So, I'm really excited, actually. I haven't watched rugby properly in ages because I don't have, like, TV anymore. Um, and I think maybe we should just talk about some of the games over the weekends because I, I'll admit, I'm so sorry, guys, and for those that are interested. Although, do you know what I was thinking? I don't know if everyone that listens will know what the Six Nations is, but they might do, right? Um, I'm pretty sure they would. No, dude, let's, let's, well, let's start with that. The Six Nations is... Go ahead, Matt. Uh, so the Six Nations is a European rugby tournament. And originally it was the Five Nations. So it would have been England, Scotland, Ireland, Wales, and France. And then eventually Italy came into it. And it happens every year. Uh, in the first weekend, the first weekend of February. And lasts for what? Six weeks? Uh, yeah, lasts for... Um, s- I think it's... Usually it finishes around the week. Yeah, they have like three games. One, one or two weekends off, then another three games. Something yeah. like that and it's quite exciting it's um you know it does different winners i think quite each year for the most part and ireland's doing well england um you try and go for the grand slams so you try and win like every single game you only play one game each uh, you only play each team once so there's no return fixtures so sometimes it can be luck of the draw if um for instance you're quite nervous i think you'd mentioned before like playing in twickenham in england is it's hard to beat england in. it's a difficult yeah. place you know when you've got home um Home advantage. Yeah, but Ireland did it last year, so it's difficult. I didn't say it was impossible. No, <laughs> um, um, it's it's not luck of the draw. It's year about as well. It's what? It's year about. Year about. Yeah. Like so it. we played Twickenham last year. We'll play Aviva this year. Twickenham next year. Aviva the, the year after. I don't think I've heard of year about before. Oh. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so that's starting this weekend. And it's always really, really fun to watch. Really, really fun to watch. But I don't know. So I haven't watched a lot of club rugby for about two years now, which is very annoying. So a lot of the players, I'm, I, a lot of returning players I know, but the newer players I'm not super, super down with. Um, so the other games this weekend is France versus Wales. I think Wales will win that one. Uh, definitely. I don't know. I mean, France obviously is historically known for being like, you never know what you're going to get kind of France and they can do well or they can do terribly. Um, where are they in the world at the moment? I'm going to have a look now, actually. Um, yeah, have a look. Uh, the other thing, yeah, Wales are, Wales, the thing about France and Wales is they're both a bit like that. I think uh, Wales have got um, Lee Halfpenny off injured as well, potentially. Say that again? Um, which might, um, Wales is Lee Halfpenny off injured. But he's been up and down anyway. Like he's sort of come in and he's not been the same as he was when, um, in the World Cup couple of years back when he was like, outstanding and the best kick in the world he'd been injured massively yeah he's still quite he still makes quite a good impact when he's on but I know what you mean he's well, France are ninth in the world actually whereas yeah. Wales are third England are fourth I think that's what I was, I was literally about to say I think the Ireland-Wales game everybody's everybody's saying that England-Ireland game is going to be the biggest one but I think Wales are the one to watch Um, um you also just said that England-Ireland will be the best match. <laughs> no, I, I think it will be the best match because I, I think the, the, the... I do think the England-Ireland game will be the best match. But I don't... I think it'd be the Wales one is the one we'd have to worry more about from an Ireland point of view. Uh, that one's actually the last week. That's good. They must do it on the ranking. Maybe they do try and do the rankings a little bit so that they're the last ones that you play. Yeah, maybe. Um, but it should be good. I'm really looking forward to it, I must admit. Anyway, we'll talk about the games afterwards. Afterwards, yeah. But I'm excited. See our thoughts. And I'll try and do a little bit of research into the players and things like that. Yeah. Because I'd like to talk a bit of rugby. I'd be interested to see if our listeners overall would like to, because we've never really been a rugby-based podcast. No. Nope. And not to say that we'd be experts in any way, but yeah, yeah. maybe they'd be like, oh, this is boring. Um, well, we, it was it was recommended to us by um, a rugby player who listens to Phil... No, not Phil. <laughs> I've got the wrong brother. It was Sam. It was Sam Duffy. It was um, Sam Duffy, um, who listens. I don't know who that is. Oh, uh, you don't know him. He, he's he's here. He's uh, he plays for Derry uh, Rugby Club. Oh, okay. With his two brothers, Phil and uh, the other one, which I've forgotten, Stephen, I think. And then it's the podcast, you reckon? Well, yeah, he does because he he recommended it. Do you think he's gay as well? Do I think he's gay? Yeah. No, he's not gay. Madness, that's amazing. Yeah. I hope he does listen properly. Well, I think he does. I, like, I remember he talked before about, um, well, he told me before he does listen to podcasts, but he couldn't find our podcast on the thing he listened to. Um, and then he found it somewhere else and messaged that he listened to it and he really enjoyed it. Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah. That's really good. Breaking demographics, that's us. Isn't it? Mm. And another, another straight guy who, I don't know, did you see the post I put up the other day? Um... Where it was, oh, I started beautiful lips. No, I, yeah, that too. But I started watching Sex Education. Yeah, I've finished it all. And one of the, I took a photo of one of the the subtitles, and it was what would it say? My brain's just not working today. Yeah, I didn't get that. Your words made me come. Basically, uh, the guy who I tagged, Duck Junior, nineteen eighty one, Adrian, he was listening to our podcast on the plane over to Colchester. And he embarrassingly him to himself, he said, 
I got really horny in that plane because of your because of you, Ash. And he thinks I have a really nice voice. And I was like, right. Say that again. He got hard on the plane. He got horny on the plane because of my voice. The straight thinks, guy said this. The straight guy. Yeah. I think he was just saying that I had I had a I had a nice podcast voice. I don't think he genuinely got horny. I think it was a joke. No, nah, but, but a lot of people. Yeah, I got that. But a lot of people think you've got a really a radio voice. Do they? Um, mine. Yeah, they do. Yeah, when when we first started, I remember they're like, "Oh, we're really surprised that actually sounds okay." <laughs> I have a really good face for radio as well. It's true. It's yeah, true. It's true. Because TV would be really tough. There's not enough powder in the world. <laughs> no. To make that not shine. The glare off the TV screen from my oh forehead. My God. We have mm. thick layers of powder, three inches thick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why dear. are you still shining? <laughs> Just blur him out. Blur him out. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. So yeah, some nice little shoutouts. Um, thanks guys for recommending the stories as well. Uh, we had a review that came through quite late. It should have been on last week's, but it wasn't on when I checked. But it was we have a review. Space. Yeah, man, we got another review. Yay, it's been so long. Yep. This is from Sarah F. Who says, great listen, good banter, keep up the good work. Our Ash is a star. Ha, look, listen, people can't start saying you and just ignoring me. Like I, I cannot have that. I'm sorry. I have a, I have a voice for podcast, Matt. I can't help it. What am I doing here? Like, am I just like your sidekick? Come on now, Sarah. Let's be real. Like, this is not okay. Acknowledge us both. Do you know her? Yeah, I do know Sarah. You need to talk to your friends. Um, also, my friends need to start because <laughs> always when we get feedback, and I remember this when we were first doing this, all your friends do it and tell you how good Ash is, right? But none of my friends have said, like, well done, Matt. Come on, man. Like, I'm looking like a fool here, and Ash is getting all the praise. What friends? Exactly. Oh, none of you are my friends. Y'all are bitches. <laughs> I think you do a good job, man. I couldn't do my job without you here. So, of course you couldn't. Anyway, thank you, Sarah, for uh, leaving some feedback. Yeah, Sarah, thanks. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, it was it was a nice and episode. Yeah, and actually, I hope you have a good week, a restful one. Oh, I need my sleep. No, oh, I have another tub of ice cream. I bought two tubs of ice cream, so I'm gonna have that. No, mm-hmm. we want abs. I know. Don't we want abs? I do. I do want abs, but I'm also 33, and I sometimes just think maybe abs are just too far away. Not if you have fucking two tubs of ice cream. <sighs> That's true. Me, but no ice cream for you. I think you should do some crunches instead. Maybe I'll just have... <laughs> just have some chocolate. I'm gonna send you pictures of like you actually. From like two months ago, <laughs> when I was when I was chunky as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Uh, how's your gym going? You still sticking at it? Um, I am. Last week wasn't a great week, so um, I I didn't lose my target weight this week. I only lost half, which is still positive. Yes, but I do. think it might have something to do with my eating. I listened to someone that I, you know what. I know, I know losing weight isn't everything, but at this point, I think it's a reasonable goal that I want to lose weight. Um, but I went three times last week. I went today. So it's better than the whole of last year. Like the whole of last year, I never went more than once in a week. Did you get... Huh? I was going to say, did you see my motivational quote this week? 
you are my gods. The moistness that came from your posts about <laughs> like look, I like your friend Mickey. I do like. I think it's amazing what he's doing, and I really appreciate that his support. I feel like he's been really supportive. I was just like, okay, well, you know, suck his dick, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, lots of motivational quotes. But thank you for asking about the gym, though. Yeah, I'm still going. I'm still going. Still going strong. Um, yeah. I did myself a little leg sort of hit workout type thing. But, and one thing I'm doing, but I'll keep the pictures to myself is I'm going to take a progress picture each week. Oh, definitely do it. Online. Huh? Don't, definitely do it. But yeah, don't post them online. When to, uh, the, the best time to post them online is when you see the difference. Um, I've got progress pics, which I won't post online until I'm comfortable saying, hey, look at me. I don't think I'll do that. I think I'd just like to look at it and keep it for me. Um, and Well, that's good too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just going to keep it for myself. So I'm going to go on here, watch another episode of Sex Education. And the other thing I watched this weekend as well, which was really good to watch last night, was the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix. I watched one episode of that. I think there's four in total. Oh, my God, that is crazy. He's one of the like, most notorious serial killers, no? Yeah, he is. With, like, over, over 36 women, apparently. I love serial killer things. Absolutely fucking love him you will love this matt honestly this is creepy as fuck it's weird because i don't like horror things but they can be quite scary but serial killer crazy people prison type things i fucking love you know you know what i say about the killer Are you, i can't remember he is everywhere yeah, yeah and ted bundy is a classic case of the killer he's everywhere he is outside right now looking in my window he's just he's everywhere i thought i had one of those on um on, on Chappy yesterday, this guy was so like, he was just so different. But it turns out he's just, I think he might be on the spectrum maybe or something. But he was just like sending me all these pictures and all these videos a bit much. And like, I wasn't even in the mood, in that kind of mood. And then he'd be like, mm. I was like, and I was just laughing. He's like, are you patronizing me? And I was like, no, 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 I'm not patronizing you. So I ended up sending him a voice note. And it was just really, really fucked up. I thought, but he was like, oh, I get all of the crazies. And I was like, cause you keep fucking sending out pictures and your address and your number to everyone immediately. <laughs> I thought he was the crazy. Oh, then wow. it turns out he's not the crazy, but he attracts the crazies. He's oh, gonna get killed. Crazy to me. Yeah, he is. He needs to listen to our podcast and take a step back and be like, no, no, yeah, exactly. He's blatantly gonna get killed. He just gave it all up. Mm. Anyway, you go and watch your TV show. Even though you said you were going to your friends, you fucking liar. Oh, I need to message her actually to see how she's going. And yeah, I'll speak to you next week after the Six Nations, after England beat Ireland. Never gonna happen. I don't think that's gonna happen, but it'd be good if it did. All right. And Bye, goodbye, everybody. everyone. Have a lovely week. Bye, everyone. Bye.